0: Greetings, boys and girls, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Hi. Hi, <laughs> hi lovely Sharon.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: <laughs> I'm Joel Mahalik. There's the lovely Sharon playing her scratch cards. <laughs> I am. <laughs> wow. I'm we...
1: hoping to win mega bucks.
0: <laughs> and ha- what have you won so far?
1: Um, Nada. Okay. I have not won a single thing. <sighs> this is crazy. <laughs> these are defective cards. They need to go back. They,
0: they could. They might be defective cards. They You're right.
1: Or I spent money on these things, and they're supposed to make me winners. <laughs> this is crazy.
0: We're so happy you can join us again this week. <laughs> we are located on the web at www.jmtalk.net, and on Facebook at JM Talk, and Instagram, and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So that's how you get a hold of us uh, that way. Um, it's a cold... The cold has come back. I think yes. on a, last time on a podcast we were talking about the unseasonably weather. A mother in nature needs to make up her mind. Yeah, but well she's all for meds, obviously.
1: Obviously.
0: Um, but is I the, think
1: I need to show her where her <laughs> medicine cabinet is.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, it's gotten cold and blustery. Like, the last couple of days have been some really intense blustery winds to come with it. Yeah. See,
1: I don't mind the cold. I don't I that. don't but don't give me 70 degree days and then 30 degree days next to it that doesn't work with me
0: and that's a, that's i hear either
1: cold or warm not mixed up
0: all mumbo jumbo i hear a lot of people complain about that <clears throat> or, yeah, the, or, over, over the course of any given day right it's crazy but what's interesting is how do people have, you know we know a lot of people who have transitioned from here to florida right and i wonder i always wonder what it's like for them making that it's transition? Eighty
1: degree weather all the time. Come on, you
0: wouldn't you wouldn't enjoy that. You wouldn't enjoy no. being on a bit. Well, I was about to say, being on a beach, but you're not no. really oh, a beach no. person. I, I hate the
1: beach. <laughs> but um, why? By because the way, why I
0: enjoy? But why the cold? I enjoy. We have a campsite at the beach. Why do you not like the actual beach?
1: Because I don't like getting my feet wet I'm weird I know I don't like it first I don't like getting my feet wet and then going in the sand with wet feet that drives me nuts
0: that's part of the experience no of the beach for,
1: but that's why this chick doesn't go to the beach I don't I, I don't like it I just you know okay that's how I am fine I've always been that way all my life
0: fine fine all right so uh still but then look at living in florida and christmas time all of a sudden no. you have that nice weather at christmas mm-hmm. i'm not saying i w- I want christmas that. I'm, needs I'm to be cold
1: and the possibility of snow down there there's no possibility of we snow.
0: say that we say that Christmas should be cold. But there are people who have lived all their lives in climates where that's not the case. Right. And and good for them. Okay. Good for them. All
1: right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I I can't fathom celebrating Christmas in my shorts. Hmm, okay. I can't. That just doesn't work for me.
0: All Friday then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let us visit. The save box, which is basically the box that gets saved all week long. So we have, uh, when we get to this point in the week, um, we can talk to you about things that are saved.
1: Yay. Hence the saved
0: box. Thanks for the air quotes.
1: quotes. Air quotes, yes.
0: So I wanted to mention to you, and what is very interesting about this week is I tried to talk to you about a couple of the things, and you're like, nope, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I
1: don't. Yeah, I don't like discussing it before the show because <laughs> a lot of times, as you said, you like my genuine reaction. Right. And well, well that's what I like to give you.
0: Well, let's see this genuine reaction because I wanted to mention to you. I wanted to tell you. I wanted to tell you like two days ago, but um, glittery scrotums on dogs is the latest fashion trend.
1: What? Yes. <laughs> for real like don't get (laughs) the dog neutered just throw glitter (laughs) on his nuts no
0: you can still uh, you can still get them neutered if you want but what i'm saying is this new trend is yes using corn syrup and edible glitter yeah to decorate their sack with
1: okay but if they're getting their nuts chopped off
0: Right, then yeah. you don't have to worry about it. Well, I'm just saying right. this is a fashion trend wow. among some groomers. Thank God, not our uh, groomer. Right? Um, I mean,
1: we have Molly. She's <laughs> yes, a girl. <laughs> um, well, she looks her leg so and pees glad, like a boy. Right? <laughs> I'm so glad that um, they're not doing a JJ glitter or something right, like that.
0: Right. So, the latest trend to displace <laughs> the better judgment of otherwise responsible pet parents has emerged. Dog owners and are covering it's their canines. Edible, glimmer, yeah. Glitter. So they can lick the glitter. They can lick the num, num, know, num, 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 And then and then they will have sparkly poop. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so you'll know exactly where your dog went to the bathroom. So you can't be blamed. Oh my so you god. can't be blamed or oh, your dog cracked on my lawn. No it didn't cuz that crap it's not shining. <laughs> it's not sparkly. According to Rare. Oh my god. According to Rare uh Uh, The trend was first introduced to the public by the Royal Paul's Pet Salon, which was quick to distance uh, itself from the flashy new treatment. Wow. Insane. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, the Facebook caption says, I just thought I would let everybody know the latest creative upcoming trend is glitter. Please know that I love dogs. I would love doing creative, but I will not be doing this. I'm posting Mm -hmm. this simply for your entertainment. Do you want to see a picture?
1: Yeah, please.
0: Uh, okay, so I have to click that. And there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. People, Isn't that terrible? Please. That's
1: horrible. You know, uh, like, people. And you made them
0: gold glitter. Well, there was gold. There was purple. There was... So, there, you know, like, we get, uh, we get um crap sometimes because Molly has dresses and sweaters and My, well, things like we that. We want
1: her to be pretty. Absolutely.
0: But never ever. No. So oh, please
1: yeah, no, I got to
0: be a responsible pet owner, please. And 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 don't And do not glitter your
1: dogs and nuts.
0: Yeah, don't dunk the donuts in glitter. <laughs> for, for your dog. Don't dunk your donuts in like glitter that. either. Unless, Ew. you know, <laughs> you're going to a fashion nudist party
1: <laughs> oh, oh my goodness
0: anyway so yeah I see oh, you don't crazy. want me to discuss things with you so we'll just discuss it here wow are you rethinking
1: <laughs> this thought uh, don't discuss policy <laughs> yeah the don't discuss policy. <laughs> don't discuss the,
0: don't Excuse discuss me. don't tell <laughs>
1: yes I think you're absolutely right.
0: I will scour. We will discuss it off the air. (laughs) I will scour the internet looking for things to entertain the masses with.
1: (laughs) You could have jumped over that story though. (laughs) So No, that was entertaining. It really was. But it's pathetic that dog owners are doing this to their poor doggies. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad enough. They can't put clothes on their little Private areas and it's all out for show. <laughs> no, now you're gonna glitter it up.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um, so you know, uh, here in the first state, Delaware, um, two things I want to get to. And time wise, we may we may not. But the one thing is is that Delaware lawmakers want to push back the start of school till after Labor Day. No. Till after I Labor Day. So hope
1: they don't do that. Why?
0: So you're you're okay with them starting and having like three half days yes. and then taking off a 5-day weekend? Yes.
1: Why? Yes, Why? because they get out of school before all the other kids that start after Labor Day, like the kids in Pennsylvania and Delco like we used to we used to start the first day mm. after, after Labor, Labor day. day, right? And we were in school longer. However, On the other side of the coin in Delaware, kids have off every other Other day. (laughs) It's crazy how many days off these kids have.
0: I was floored when I found out how long our granddaughter was off for Christmas break. Or, I'm sorry, it's winter break. You know, I would say Christmas in schools. Right. And I was like, what? I mean, because. How long was she off? She was off. So, let's see, Monday was the 23rd, because I worked, so 22, 21, so she was off on the 20th, and she didn't go back until, you know how New Year's fell on a Wednesday? Yeah. She didn't go back until the following Monday. Wow. Yeah.
1: So, she went so back- So, she was basically off
0: half a year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow, that's crazy. But that's
0: right to your point, though. Here in it Delaware, w- w- Delaware yes. we have always said, since we've been here and had grandkids going to school, it's like, you never go to school, though. And you know what's funny? What are you off of school today from? Oh, it's flock flocking, blocking day.
1: It's funny. My girlfriend, whose daughter just started kindergarten this year, um, she was complaining the other day about how often her daughter is off of school. Because whenever her daughter is off from school, she's got to go to daycare because her mother and father work. Right. So they have to pay per day, and it's like a ton of money per day. It's astronomical. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why schools have to take so many in-service days for the teachers. Right. So many out-service days for the janitors. And then so many days, really, it's ridiculous. It really is.
0: I uh, cause I saw like the school district here was hiring for an IT tech, and I was like, ah, you hmm. taken right, because I would be off like a hundred days a year all the
1: time, right? For <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I'm off, and I'm getting paid for it. Right.
0: Because oh, it's like you know, like man. Columbus Day, they get like a five day weekend. Martin Luther right? King Day, they get like a five day weekend. They had a four day weekend this weekend. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because Monday is Martin Luther King Day.
0: This coming Monday. Yes. Okay, so they're. Right, so this is a four day weekend that they're on. Yes. That's that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. absolutely. I, and then it, I, don't, I don't know. It,
1: it's ridiculous. I'm sure I it's, just it's and get- I'm sure
0: it's not just Delaware that has these weird school things going on yeah, you know um, but I just thought because I thought back to our childhood and we started at the Labor Day and I always but I always said the reason this story piqued my interest is because I always said since we've been here why are they going into school for like two or three half days to then they're get like a three day weekend
1: they're not half days when they start school they started on on or about the 26th of August so they are going for the first, I guess, full week and a half before Labor Day, which gives them that extra time that the other kids who start after Labor Day, so that they can get out of school earlier.
0: Well, I think, I just think I I just think we. You and I would agree to disagree on that. I I just yeah. have a different. I don't. And I like the fact here's that the thing. they do
1: start in August.
0: Okay, but if they started after Labor Day, and they didn't take off all these stupid days in the school year, and just got all their work done on the curriculum, they could be out by March. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, yeah you have a point <laughs> so all right, So, realistically though if they started after Labor Day and they didn't take four day weekends for Martin Luther King or Columbus right, right. you know President's uh, Weekend they would be out at the same time which is early June
1: yeah well yeah yeah, yeah there, are some,
0: they, there are some lawmakers that, that are I advocating for school all year law round that
1: they have to take so many days off However, it has to coincide with the number of days that these kids have to be in school. And I believe, I don't know, 162 days or 160 days Um, sounds familiar. I could be confusing that with the number of baseball games in a season. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's 162,
0: so you're close.
1: I was thinking 162 right. when I was just saying that, but
0: yeah. <clears throat> okay, so the other thing going on in Delaware, that I, I that I wanted to bring up, and I wanted to bring this up because uh, several months ago we reported about Colorado uh, lawmakers uh, putting putting introducing a bill. I think it, it, I think it's going in into law about cap and insulin prices, and a bill is has been or is being introduced here in Delaware to do the same thing: cap insulin so prices awesome. at a hundred dollars.
1: That would be awesome because you have a debilitating disease
0: mm-hmm.
1: however you cannot afford the medication that it, that you are required right. to take in order to live a healthy life that that's another thing that gets under my skin about how these um people who make these medicines are raping and holding the people that had these diseases hostage.
0: financial, Financially hostage, right? They, yes, they so are holding he, them hostage. So here's what's going on. So Representative David Bentz from Bayer, okay. uh, and Newark and Newcastle, along with other House Democrats, uh, formally introduced House Bill 263 last Thursday in an effort to cap the cost of insulin, making the vital diabetes medication more affordable. Um. He says, quote, there's no easy way to say this. There is no cure for diabetes. Patients can manage the diabetes for a better quality of life, but how can they do that if insulin prices continue to soar through the roof? Exactly. Um, uh, Representative Vance is the House Health and Human Development Committee Chairman and the lead sponsor here, here. On, H- on HB 263.
1: Um, now, we're not getting political. Right. <laughs> this show is not about politics. This show is about venting. Uh, about how idiotic our politicians are.
0: Right. So under proposed HB 263, people with individual, group, or state employee insurance uh, will pay no more than $100 per month for prescription insulin, regardless of the amount or types of insulin they need to fill. The bill also addresses affordability by requiring insurance plans to introduce I'm sorry. Include at least one insulin medication on the lower tier of the f- drug formulary developed and maintained by the insurance carrier, um, and drugs cataloged in this tier typically cost less. So um, this is really good news, you know, for really, for me and other diabetics. Yeah, it and, is really good news, um, and I think it should be met with uh, nonpartisan. Like this is not left, right, Republican, Democrat. This is exactly. This is. Your job when you go to into state politics or federal politi- politics, your job is to work for the people. You know what I mean? Because you work for us. But
1: politicians don't see it that way anymore. You said
0: we weren't going to get political. We're not. You're bringing it. <laughs> up. I'm not just saying so you're I'm, I'm saying it the up. reason that this should be have not be this should just be passed. This should have been passed before, so this should be rushed right through.
1: Okay. So on a brighter note, how about I I don't know. I don't know. I looked up um, on the internet. I was looking for the predominant British newspaper. Okay. Yes, I know. I changed the subject. Right. But it kind of ties in. Okay. Not with the insulin. Um, And I just want to talk about this really quick. But... The British newspaper um is telling Britons how messed up America is right now with the way the impeachment's going and all that. We're not talking about all that, but, but you, you know but it up. The, but <laughs> I did and no i'm I'm talking about the Britons and their view on our politics. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say about that
0: Alright well and that will close This segment we're going to take a quick break <laughs> okay. And when we come back We got more stuff later on a- An interesting hero emerges Oh, yeah. And another Wombat of the week And if time permits As always one last thing We'll be back right all after right. this This is New York Super Oldie Station 920 WON The Apple, Brooklyn, New York So I use my computer every day. not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? Welcome back, folks, to The Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Thanks for hanging out, with us, hanging out with us this week. And hopefully you're subscribing to the program. That way you don't miss an episode. We're on all the major podcasts and networks, including iTunes and Pandora, Yay. to name a few. Um, so visit, visit the website for more information. and Click the subscribe button and do your thing. Uh, so this has to be said. Okay. Okay. This has got to be said.
1: Got to be said. Okay. So,
0: you know, making our weekly trip to uh, Walmart for Mm -hmm. for groceries, we found ourselves not being able to get a few things again. Again. In fact, we had two choices, geographically speaking, for those, if you're listening to the show and you're in California, get your maps out. So we can either go to Elkton, Maryland, or Middletown, Delaware. To go. To Walmart. To
1: a super Walmart. Right, Right,
0: right. Uh, they're the two closest choices from here that we would make. Now, um, we typically do not like Elkton because they're really bad at keeping their shelves stocked.
1: Stocked, right. And if you want to buy something that, you know, is taxable, you have a 5% or no, I think 6%. Six or 7% over there. Oh, yeah, uh, percent in tax. So that's but, why we like to go to Middletown because, right. as everyone knows, Delaware is a tax-free state.
0: Right. Sometimes, though, we go to Elkton because we're like, well, we, it is a slightly shorter and we, we want to go. We want to get back. And we were to- toying and tearing with that decision today. Right. Do we go to Elkton? Do we go to Middletown? And you said to me, um, let's not... We you just open the donut? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just please guys. please don't have an issue with it this mm. time. So we were toying with the idea of which one to go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said, I don't want to go to Elkton because they never have anything. Correct. And I said to you, Middletown is getting to be that way too. Like when uh, Katie and I went over, when she was home for Christmas break, we went to Middletown and we found ourselves going uh, you know, we, we 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 tried to blame it on the Christmas rush and everything, but so I decided to go to Middletown. We went to Middletown and we couldn't get some of our groceries. Right. Okay. So because the shelves are not kept fully stocked, and then later you went to a, a Dollar General later on today. Right. And you experienced the same thing, and we experienced in both places also listening to other shoppers verbalize their opinions yeah enough. complaining you know and i even i didn't even offer i even said <clears throat> maybe we go to shop you know so let's think about this for a second lovely sharon if okay. you think about shop versus either of those two walmart now, walmarts now you have to admit that they're pretty much always the shelves are full
1: right but i knew that i wanted to pick up items that would not be available to me right. at shop right.
0: Right. So there is there's this epidemic going around in in certain in service places like stores where they can't for some reason keep their their shelves stocked and I think
1: it's not because they're busy either.
0: I think it's because of the constraints and low labor percentages that home offices want from their stores. Exactly. We know it firsthand about Dollar Tree, or Dollar General. Right. We know it firsthand from working in that in that industry years ago, yep. even years ago. And, they wanted and you to be three to four percent under the labor margin every shift.
1: Exactly.
0: And still get all this stuff done.
1: Right. And you know they had in Dollar General, they had still had the massive loaded carts everywhere. So it wasn't as if they didn't have the product. Right. But the product wasn't getting to the shelves.
0: Now, last week in Walmart, we saw a machine rolling around, a robot, and we thought it was cleaning the floors. <laughs> that was not true. Okay. I read this week that those robots are counting are inventory. Are they? Right. But here's the thing those robots aren't going to stock the damn shelves. <laughs> right. You know, so uh, like Walmart, there was this big story that came out this week about how Walmart has put X amount of robots in to uh, assemble the inventory that's needed on the floor, basically. It's counting right. the inventory on the shelves, this and that. But that doesn't fix the problem. Right. You want to save You You have
1: to get that said inventory right. on
0: the shelves. I remember back in the day that they would stock the shelves at nighttime and they'd at be night. all exactly. nice and stocked.
1: But you know what? These stores Excuse me. These stores that are open 24 hours a day because they just got to have your almighty dollar aren't getting the opportunity to stock the shelves.
0: Well, apparently. But Apparen- I th- Well, that's I right. think it's more than that. I don't think it's solely because they're open 24 hours because obviously that overnight shift has got to be slow enough to do it. So I don't think it's a 24-hour thing as, as much as it's greed. It, I think it's greed.
1: Uh, and laziness.
0: Yeah, but we, well, we you know, know there's what? some of that going on too.
1: I just – I really think that the kids these days are uber lazy.
0: Oh, <laughs> who are you telling? They
1: don't, right? They don't want to do anything – they're above stocking the shelves. Right. That's not my
0: job. They're above rang customers. Whatever
1: happened to a pride in your company and and doing it because you want your customer to be happy.
0: Right. Now, I that's think That's
1: insane that that's not getting done.
0: I think if I remember correctly and uh, uh, and this means we're beating a dead horse, but I think last week mm. we complained about something at the Elkton Walmart on the podcast. Yeah, here we are complaining again. Again, and um, I think we pointed out, and we hadn't been to Middletown in a couple weeks, right? They're down. They have like four or five traditional cashiers, and then like fifty scanning goes. Yeah, like you. I mean, honest you to God, scan if, your own stuff. And- if I wanted to, if I. If I could stay home and order from Amazon and get food from Amazon now, right. like I can get groceries delivered to my door. I don't, right. when I go shopping, I want somebody real to be there to make sure everything's rung up right. And yep. there's not like, I don't want to have to shop and then and do your job. And any coupons
1: that you may have forgotten to pull off a package right? that a cashier can point out hey don't forget your dollar coupon off this so I can scan it at the end right like happened today
0: right and I don't want to have to work I'm not going shopping to perform a job and well, I mean you are well, we, but a job for your home not a job for the store right and but right. that that's one of the things they do to keep that labor pushed down so there's no one there's not enough help to ring you out right. and that's why there's not a help what do we see mostly anymore at Walmart? People in a blue vest that are shopping for other people that don't come to the stores I anymore. I know, right? You know? And um, so these are just some observations. Um, I think we got to get back to that. I think we have to stop worrying about the bottom line so much that we want to um, affect negatively service to the right, customer. And that's right. what's going on in every industry. Yeah. And it's getting on my nerves.
1: Absolutely. my Obviously. Too. right obviously because we continue to talk about it
0: (laughs) right okay so anyway (laughs) let's talk about our next well this is probably that that that, i think that's the one of the week. yeah i think that's the one by the week so um let's talk about kansas for a few minutes here okay
1: okay what's going on in kansas
0: And this is a couple days ago I was laughing my ass off. And you said, no, 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 don't tell me. That's when you said, don't tell me, I don't want to know.
1: Oh, okay, all right.
0: A Kansas man has requested that an Iowa judge grant him a trial by combat so he can engage in a sword fight with his ex-wife and her attorney.
1: What?
0: I knew I was going to get this out with a straight face. Oh, my God. David Ostrom of Paola, Kansas, said his ex-wife, Bridget, um, and her attorney have destroyed him legally according to a January 3rd court filing in the De- according to the De- Des Moines Register. Des Moines. Des Moines. Thank you, Des. <laughs> what? He asked the I- Iowa Court District Court to give him 12 weeks to find Katana and Wa... Uh, wakasashi swords for his requested battle per the carol times which first reported uh to this day trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these united states according to the court records (laughs) so he claims in his court filing that he said it was used as recently as 1818 in british court so, the the, this, the couple has been engaged in court disputes and custody and visitation rights, as well as property tax payments issues. So, he said his motion also stemmed from frustration with Hudson, who argued that because a duel could end in death, such ramifications likely outweigh those of property tax and custody issues. Oh, my God. So, he, so he wants...
1: He, oh, my God. He wants, because
0: apparently it's his right to do so in these United States... He wants wow. to, ha- he wants to have a trial by combat. W- so, with his ex wife, he had and- to do some <laughs> extra
1: digging to find that law. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and it's an actual law. He can actually do this.
0: Well, Judge Craig uh, Dresmeyer said in a Monday court filing that he won't issue a decision anytime soon. Oh, shit. Citing irregularities with both sides' motions and responses. (laughs) I say it seems fair to me.
1: Wow. You know what I mean? Wow.
0: And, uh, I mean, good for him if, like, he's good at sword fighting because, you know. Yeah,
1: right? If not, sucks for him.
0: (laughs) I mean. I think
1: the two of them ought to take lessons on how to combat
0: can you imagine having a relationship so bad with your ex combat include guns no it's just you know it's a sword it's specifically a sword hand-to-hand combat combat. all right it's hand-to-hand combat is what it is so you can't use guns in. okay okay um
1: wow that's
0: great i just think it's so funny that you know, that is
1: awesome on his part. Not
0: only that, it's still apparently never been removed from the books, but that somebody is wants to do it. Uh, that's right? crazy. But then he's including the attorney. He's really mad. He's really mad because a duel is usually right? two people, right? You know he he wa- he wants to do some shredding on that entire side of the courtroom. Wow. <laughs> so I wonder where they have this at. Like if if it gets approved, where yeah, do they yeah. have that?
1: Right. Well, you know the judge is right. not going to approve it. Come on. But if he does. In some
0: small way, though, he can't really deny it if it's on the books.
1: I guess. I mean, but what?
0: I, I think it should be televised.
1: I'm <laughs> I'm interested in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. I'm very interested in this. I'm,
0: well, we have to figure out how do we get updates on this story. Right? I just find it really hard to believe. <sighs> wow. So, anyway. I told you, I told you I had interest in stuff, but you don't. You don't hear about wow. it until the day of the show. Uh, that was really hard to uh, to hold on to for so long. <laughs> so,
1: wow, that's crazy.
0: Uh, there was uh, I saw, I see these posts from this uh, f- uh, Facebook page called the Dodo. Okay, and uh, usually involves rescue of all types of animals. Right, and um, so I'm not going to go into detail. I didn't show you this because I know you don't like this, but they were rescuing a dog that was uh, left chained to an abandoned building. Oh no! And first of all, I mean these people that rescue these animals, you know, amazing people, amazing people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the other thing is to watch the transformation of the animal, you know, in, in the video. Right um, and
1: and I my heart can't take it.
0: Oh, I know to the see way. the
1: animal like that. I'll look at the after.
0: Right, but, but you don't want to see the. No,
1: yeah. I can't. I can't. And that's usually why I, I, I won't can't do tell it. you
0: about it or show it to you or share them with you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the one I watched... it's really,
1: funny that you know me so well. <laughs> that you know not <laughs> well, to show me Well, I do know some, you so well. Well, you do after almost tw- so oh, well. 25 years.
0: That well, at least that's closer than what you said earlier.
1: <laughs> I was messing around. You were around. subtracting time earlier. No, I was messing around. Um, But, yeah. I, I just can't do it. Well,
0: you know, my comment when I saw, that, saw the story, I made a comment that said, I would really like to um um really beat everyone to death who treats animals like that. Yeah. And I mean I'm not so, sorry, not sorry for saying that like that. I'm
1: No, they're they're animals are har- like I'm I'm going to say harmless, but that's not the word I want to use. They're defenseless.
0: For the most part, yeah. For the most
1: part, yeah. I mean, yeah, they can attack you and bite you, but like for people who treat dogs or even any kind of animal that way is um like all right.
0: There's a problem. I say
1: any kind of animal, I was looking you know me and my YouTube I love watching videos on YouTube. and um, Surgi-
0: Surgical point. Usually. Third world country surgical point. But porn. this one
1: <laughs> video that really drew my attention was this vet who was taking care of a guinea pig.
0: Oh, uh, there's one you were watching last yeah,
1: night? Yeah, yeah. And the guinea pig, the people who had it, the guinea pig had some kind of um, infection in all his feet and on his belly because he was in a cage that didn't it was a cage bottom so it didn't have anything where it could sit on there mm-hmm. and it was the cage was never changed never clean that'll do it you know what i mean so and just to see what he did to help this guinea pig you know was was incredible i was right. i was amazed yeah. You know, so it's any kind of animal, you know, that I I can't tolerate injustice being done to them. Right. I just can't.
0: Which is why I, I, I'm, i if I'm not mistaken, uh, fairly recently it became a felony to abuse animals yeah. nationally.
1: Yeah. If yeah. I'm not mistaken yeah
0: You know instead of a misdemeanor, I think it should be more than that. I mean, you I know. think
1: an eye for an eye right. I am a firm believer of an eye for an eye man. you hurt an animal, you get hurt the same way,
0: right. Wow, you know? look at you
1: um, yeah,
0: do you want a sword you want to?
1: <laughs> hey, I'll take one <laughs> with these people that hurt these animals,
0: <laughs> Ugh.
1: okay, but lighten up the show.
0: I'm going to lighten it. I'm going to lighten it up with a commercial break. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay.
1: Yeah, that was getting a little too intense for me.
0: So, uh, coming up after the break, um, we have Honor Thy Heroes, and, uh, which is an interesting one. We have Wombat of the Week, which is an interesting one. And if time <laughs> permits... One last thing, but in the meantime, we're going to go uh, go get a drink. Uh, the lovely Sharon is going to say farewell. Farewell. And uh, Miss Molly is waiting for the lovely Sharon. So yes, this, she is. So, timing-wise, this all works out perfectly. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for hanging out.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for fixing my finger today, too, after oh, I tried to my. chop it off.
1: Yeah, I had to play nurse. Yeah, been a while. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So, all right, folks, I'm coming back. All right, bye, guys. this break. Welcome back to the show, folks. This the Joel Mihalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And welcome to the third segment of the show, the final stretch, the last piece, whatever you want to call it. That's what it is. And here we are. There's, uh, Sharon has gone for the show, but I'm here and I have a couple of things that we do in this segment. We do a segment called Honor Thy Heroes, where we honor everyday heroes, which is going to take a really big twist this week. And we also do a segment called "Wombat of the Week," and where we uh, we we share a news story of stupid people doing stupid things, uh, and we'll tell you how you can get involved in that. Coming up here in a moment, and if time permits, and hopefully it does, then one last thing, our newest segment, where just just a final piece of information before we go. So um, there you have it. That's the lineup. So settle in. I'm going to move right into Wombat of the Week. Now, if you want to get involved in Wombat of the Week, it's very simple. All you have to do, if you're new to the show, this is how you do it. Just send us an email to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Or you can just send us a, uh, a message on Facebook at JM Talk or on Twitter or Instagram at Joel Maholic, I'm sorry, JM Talk Radio. And send us a news link of stupid people doing stupid things. And that's how you do... That's how you get involved with the Wombat of the Week. Uh, now, this, um, this was an interesting Wombat of the Week. And it has to do with a school in Kentucky who expels a student for wearing a rainbow shirt and having rainbow cake at her birthday. Yes, and um, the family is reporting that the former private school students, uh, student was expelled for wearing a rainbow-colored shirt, celebrating her birthday with a multicolored cake. Um, so when she, on her 15th birthday, they went out and they had dinner and they had the cake and a birthday party and everything, and the girl's mother, Kimberly Alford, recorded the video of her daughter smiling and laughing before blowing out the candles on the cake, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And then posted the video to Facebook, which is what we all do, right? We all post videos and stuff to Facebook. Um, But, so being shared with uh, different people, including some staff at the school, the Whitefield Academy in Louisville, Kentucky. Afterward, the school sent a letter to the uh, family saying that the 15-year-old was being expelled, effective the 6th of January, for a continued breach of the Whitefield Code of Conduct. Conduct, which was discussed in person on October 17, 2019. Uh, Alfred says she also received an email saying that her daughter's behavior demonstrates a posture of morality and cultural acceptance contrary to that of Whitefield Academy beliefs. Uh, she also said that her daughter's uh, email was in reference to um, the, the post on social media, uh, while the school said that Kenny violated the Student Code of Conduct numerous times over the past two years. So, um, the school's code of conduct addresses sexual orientation and notes that the student's off-campus behavior is supposed to be in line with the beliefs of the facility. So, this really goes, this kind of goes to uh, what we talked about um, here and there and about how what you do on your own time. You know, it used to be, there was a saying, it was uh, what you do at home is your own business or something like that. I forget what the exact saying is or was because it is was now because it doesn't matter, you know, and this, this is going on all over the place. Your job wants you to, uh, you know, uh, they monitor what you do on your own time. Um, are now schools monitor what you do doing on your own time. And the thing is the problem with that is it, it is that it opens. It's open interpretation. OK, according to the family, uh, when they ordered the cake, it was a assorted color layered cake. OK, and the girl happened to be wearing a rainbow colored shirt. And this, you know, so it, it, it's an open, uh, an open interpretation. Right. The school can say, well, these uh, these are um, symbols of the LGBT. Right. And they can so they can interpret it. That way, which they did. And in fact, after all of the ruckus... I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> what? Right? After all the ruckus, the school then withdrew the expulsion and changed it to a voluntary... Um, what's the word that was used? They changed it to... oh I had it right here. Um, a voluntary... Withdrawal so that it doesn't look bad on the girl's school record going forward, but this is the problem with what you do on your own time is no one's business but yours because that's not true, and the problem with that is it is open to interpretation by the eye of the (laughs) peaker, you know because that's what it is, right? That's what it is, you know. If if you involve yourself in someone someone else's social life. And then you want to interpret how that behavior is, and then you're peeping. <laughs> you're peeping into their life. Stay out of it. We'd like to say that, but this story does nothing for me but reinforce the fact that I knew it was happening in the work in the workplace all over. We've heard about this years ago from a colleague, and now we're seeing it where you can't go out and have a birthday party in a restaurant and film it and put it up without someone interpreting what they think they see, and then taking the most drastic action with it. So to, so, to me, and of course, this is open for opinion because this is our show, right? So I'll have the opinion I want. Oh, here comes Sharon again. Didn't you leave? No, but you know
1: what? <laughs> I can't stay away. Okay. I can't.
0: Want to sit on my lap? I
1: will. Someone Thank might, someone might interpret
0: will. that as something. Well...
1: <laughs> I have to say, it is none of the school's business right. what this family does in their home.
0: I agree, but that what I, my point is, though, that is f- going away fast and furiously. So, in our opinion, in my opinion, and I, in the show's opinion, this, this school is the wombat of the week. You know? I Like Sharon said, stay out of their business. And hopefully the family can move on. Hopefully they can enroll her in a school that doesn't look at what you do on your own time. And, you know, I mean, listen, I get it. In in the workforce, I get it a little more than this. Because you look at, like, the NFL's policy. You have to, on your own time, you still represent the NFL. And at work, on your own time, maybe you're out and about. Maybe you're wearing a, the jacket of your employer. You, you're, you know, you're. It's a representation. Whatever, I get that. Leave the kids alone. You know, let kids be kids. Damn it. But anyway, so Whitefield Academy. Sorry, you're the wombat of the week. So remember, folks, get me in the stories of stupid people doing stupid things, and uh, we will get it on the air, no doubt. No doubt at all. So I'm going to take a quick sip of the tea. Mm. Ah. For all those with the theater of the mind thing going on there. Quick check of the uh, time. I want to move on to... Uh, I said that we have a very interesting twist on Honor Thy Heroes. And it really is. We want to thank our culinary correspondent, Sean Goward, for sending this one in. And the suggestion to run with it which I thought was an extremely incredible idea and he actually he texted me and he said how about what if a wombat was a hero and before I saw the link I was trying to figure that out in my mind going how so an idiot be the hero but no and I saw the story then I saw what he was talking about he was talking about you know Early on, when we started this this show, and and, and we talked about the first couple weeks, we talked about, hey, if you're new to the show, we call idiots wombats, but wombats really, they're really a very cute little furry creature, and then uh, of uh, including other places, they hang out in Australia. So what he had sent in, and I and I agreed wholeheartedly because, especially we're talking about animals, or animals are amazing creatures, you know, um, and he sent in a great story about how wombats are the heroes of the Australian fires because they're sheltering animals, small animals in their burrows. Wombats, they, they dig and they burrow and they make tunnels underground, the ground and that's how they live. Okay, and so a documentary filmmaker named Peter Highlands, he visited the burnt landscape of the Cabargo Wildlife Sanctuary. And he told Yahoo News that you've got animals that are completely unscathed and those must be the animals that have been underground. It's the only explana- explanation when the fire zones are so extensive. Um, so, also, Wombat Rescue Manager Yolandi Ver- Vermack also said, at most there would be animals fleeing into burrows. She says, I've seen... and an- <clears throat> I can't pronounce some of these animals. She has seen seen small animals going into burrows, including lizards and skinks and rabbits, those sorts of things. And she says she even saw a small wallaby living in a burrow. She also said that she hasn't seen a single burnt wombat during her rescue missions. And instead has discovered a series of survivors, wombats and other small species, hiding in the tunnels. So, I think this was a great idea, you know, uh, we sort of look high and low for heroes every week. And this time, after we've been talking about, we've been watching carefully what's going on with Australia and the wildfires there, you know, all the arrests that were made uh, because it turned out it was arson. And, you know, and now as areas are being put out and the extensive damage is now being checked out and everything. And now what we see is underground. We have a hero emerges from underground in the form of a wombat, which is like someone can. I don't even know how Sean found a story like this, you know, but um, but it works. It, It works excellently. And it also shows you just how amazing animals are. The animal kingdom is amazing. Um, and you, you need to look no further than this story here. So, um, And maybe it's uh, a little serendipitous because Wombats are, you know, their namesake goes to our Wombats of the Week that we honor them this week as, you know, the heroes of the animal kingdom in Australia um, because they are saving small creatures, small creatures that, you know, um, will survive. Um, It could have been much worse, if you think about it, if they didn't have these tunnels that they burrow underground for small creatures to seek shelter. You know, and it just pains me to think of the creatures that have been harmed uh, in these fires. Um, But this week, yes, we're honoring the wombats down in Australia on Honor Thy Heroes. So thanks, Sean, for sending that in. Appreciate it, and and the tip to do so. I mean, it was uh, it's just it's just an amazing twist. I said we had a twist this week, and that is the twist. So that brings us to we have enough time. One last thing, and one last thing is this: if you're not aware, Windows Seven uh, was laid to rest this past week. So. Um, Windows 7 is now uh, not being supported at all by Microsoft, which means that it's risky to use it. It doesn't mean it's not going to work and not going to boot up, obviously. The same lesson here are the same lessons uh, that you learned or or ignored, whichever, when Windows XP died. Um, It's just riskier to use. Uh, As long as you, well, really, The First and foremost, you should not use it or use it for as little time as possible. You should really get into the Windows 10 or if you're going to move to Linux or Mac or whatever you're going to do. You really should get out of Windows 7 as soon as possible because that is the safe way to go. Otherwise, um, to tell you the truth, there's probably still almost 15% of people still functioning on Windows XP. And that's because they don't want to give up something that they're used to, something that works. Of course, over time, other things will stop working with it. But so back to Windows 7. Until you get out of it, you just want to be really careful and make sure you have really good virus protection. Virus protection that is uh, checking real time what's going on, updating automatically and scanning every day automatically okay because what happens is now that Windows 7 is no longer supported by Microsoft, the issue with that becomes is all the hackers that write malicious code are going to be exploiting all the all the flaws that um, come up in Windows. Typically, when you get your updates from Windows, it's because they're patching flaws. And sometimes they'll put out ones that were outside that Patch Tuesday type window because they want you to be safe. Well, none of that happens anymore. So the minute a flaw is picked up and then all the malicious actors on the dark web start chatting with each other, they're going to attack the living hell out of that exploit in Windows 7, which puts you at risk. So... Really, So really what you want to do is you want to um, get off of Windows 7 as soon as you can. But if you have to still use it, okay, there are two ways you can do it. One, as I just described, make sure you stay safe, have a good antivirus, good anti-malware, make sure sh- and make sure you monitor it and you just stay safe. The other way is some people say, well, I, I don't want to upgrade or I can't upgrade because I have a program or two or three. That will not run on anything but Windows 7, and that's okay because under Windows 10, you can run um, you can run a Windows 7 virtual machine, and you can. And there's several third-party applications that help you do that. If you're not sure what a virtual machine is, very simply put, it's like running Windows on Windows, okay, um, or running any OS through your OS, really. So you would boot up into Windows 10, your computer's protected because you're on a modern operating system, etc. and then you build, uh, very simply, build this virtual machine for Windows 7 uh, utilizing some of your memory and some of your space and then you open that almost like another app on the computer and then your programs that you need to run window- with Windows 7 can be safely run in that. Okay, so... I know that's probably a lot of information for you, but it was really just meant to briefly tell you, hey, you can do this if you have to for that reason. But if it's not for that reason, I would just get off of Windows 7 and move on. That way you're safe uh, you're, and you, won't, you don't have to worry about, you know, because you'll always be worrying and you don't want to do that. So there you have it. So Windows 7 is dead as far as Microsoft concern, uh concerned. Dead as a doornail. No more updates. It is in the Microsoft graveyard. Um, so, that's one last thing. Um, I want to remind everybody, uh, well, I want to first of all, thank everybody for listening to the podcast this week. Uh, we're very happy that you found us. Be sure to visit us at www.jmtalk.net. You can read the news, check out the... Uh, social media feeds right on there, hit up the blog, and most importantly, you can listen to the latest show right there on the front page and subscribe to the program. And if that's not enough, you can listen to us 24-7 by accessing the 24-7 stream right there on the front page of the website. Otherwise, we're at Facebook at JM Talk, and we also sit over there at Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio, so we hope to see you there. Uh, Meanwhile, until we meet up again next time, be good to each other. Pick up three pieces of trash while you're at and about. And be kind to animals, please. We'll catch you next time, folks. Bye-bye.